Hello, I hope you're well. I am gonna sneak this in as always. It's been a minute. I'm so sorry it's taken so long. I have been, um, oh gosh, just working so, so hard. And to be honest, I was in a really bit of a depressive mood. I just, yeah, things weren't great. So I have been knitting a lot though. So I'm excited to say hi. It's Sunday. It's um, Easter morning. So happy Easter if you celebrate. And for all of you who are in Ramadan, I'm sending you all kinds of good thoughts. Um, yeah, my kids aren't up. My ex is actually sleeping over as well. So I feel like a little shyer than normal. So this is probably going to be quick. But I do have some good news to report. <clears throat> I have finished my Fair Isle vest. <clears throat> if you've been listening, you know I've been working on this thing forever. 2022 is my year of color work and I'm really proud of myself. I've been seeing some progress. I've, you know, made two pairs of Selbu mittens and I knitted this amazing Fair Isle vest. It is a work of art. I would just like turn it inside out and look at the floats and feel so happy and proud. Um, it was a labor of love. <laughs> I think I've knit it in total three times. I, um, gosh, knitting keeps you humble. <laughs> it really does. I was just on autopilot, I think, and focused so much on the tension of the color work that I wasn't really paying attention to like sweater construction. And so as a result, I'm proud to report that my V-neck, oh gosh, wasn't centered. It was like off to the side. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know how knitting goes when you've been working on something and you're so happy to reach a finishing point. I was just like trying to tell myself, maybe I could make it work. <laughs> maybe it'll come out through blocking. Friends, it did not. <laughs> Thankfully, um, you know, better sense prevailed and I ripped it back and reminded myself that you know, this is a process uh, garment. I'm really just trying to learn something here. It's fine if it's messed up, but I do really, you know, it'll be fun if I can wear it. So I ripped it back and I re-knit it. And, um, and then the next challenge was steaking it. So here's the thing. I've done one steak. It was amazing. I did a Icelandic lopi sweater and it's, you know, not perfect, but I really did come to wear it a lot, and it's it wasn't so terrifying, even though I totally messed up the steaks. I, like, made my, I don't know, I did something wrong in my lopi sweater. It just, like, was way too big of a steak. It was, like, seven stitches, and it seems a little floppy. But, again, learning curve. So, for this one, okay, so here's the thing. With a sweater vest, you have to steak the sleeves. A stranded color work sweater vest. You have to steak the sleeves and the v-neck. So there's a certain point in time where I was able to like try it on as a tube, but once you start doing the decreases for the, or the increases for the, the, um, the V-neck and for the, the armholes, you can't try it on anymore. It becomes this very strange looking object and it becomes really this deep, <laughs> for me at least at this point in time, this deep crisis of faith. Like... <laughs> Will this thing fit? It's taking so much time. I've knit it twice now because I messed up um, where the v-neck was placed. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Um, and I just finished it and kind of stared at it and worried for about a week. I didn't want to cut into it. Better sense finally prevailed when I was like, what do I have to lose? But it really was nerve wracking. <laughs> so I did a crocheted reinforced steak uh, and cut. It was very freeing. It was exciting. And it, it, it was at that point in time, I was a little nervous. I was like, well, it's kind of very tight around the, the chest. Um, but it does fit, and you know, I'll I'll at least wear it with pride twice because it's <laughs> badge of honor. I've been joking; it's like a bulletproof vest. <laughs> um, stranded color work is stranded, not surprisingly, and that makes it heavy. Uh, anyway, so I blocked it, and it relaxed, and then I did the neck band, and I did the shoulder bands, and I'm very excited to say it's finished. So <laughs> the kids are now up. The eggs have been found. So I'm going to try and wrap this up. I feel a little shy when everyone's awake and I'm podcasting. Anyway, so I finished, um, as I was saying, I finished my Fair Isle vest. I'm really happy with it. Um, and it took me three months. <laughs> I think I cast this on in the new year and in January. And so, you know, as I was finishing it up, I felt a little at sea. I didn't know what to be working on. I was very much needing to knit, um, you know, because life was stressful and I didn't, but I didn't have the brain space to figure out what to cast on. Oh, anyway, so I've been making a lot of things. Everything's a little bit random since I finished up the best. I, um, I made a ribbed hat, um, in the Manhattan hat style. So it has a really interesting decrease. Um, so I've been playing around with that. And because I, was using only a single skein of yarn I've had to like redo it a few times to get the the yardage right to make sure every single bit of yarn is used and that's coming out really well so I feel like a little bit like um I think her name is Penelope in, in the Odyssey where she keeps working and then undoing the work of the day in order to prolong um, the project that's kind of what I'm feeling like because I didn't have I needed to be knitting but I didn't know what to be knitting so that hat took probably three times as long as it should have I've also knitted a bandana cow from Pearl Soho I love that pattern um I find it's perfect for really soft drapey alpaca yarn and when you don't quite have enough for a big goofy shawl it can be really lovely to um, just knit those up. So I made one of those. I don't even know if I'm going to keep it. I think the yarn is so gorgeous. It probably could be repurposed into something else. Um, but for now it was great. It did exactly what I needed, which was stock in it project, kept my hands busy. I've made shorty socks. Um, but I've also, you know, recognized that it's, it's almost the time to cast something on my knitting and sewing, Mojo is back with a vengeance. Oh my goodness. I want to make all the things. And some of it's inspiring. I treated myself to two books. I bought um, the new Worsted book by Amy Gillet from La, bon La Biena May. Um, and it, <laughs> it's gorgeous. It's yellow. I'm sure you've seen it if you're a knitter. Um, and it's all worsted weight yarn projects. Her yarn is very expensive. It's well outside of my price range. Um, but I bought the book and I was really inspired by it. 
um, she was doing a book signing. I wasn't able to go to it. I, um, you know, I can't mid midday yarn signings. I think there was a hockey event and anyway, it's hard for me to get out of my normal life, but a friend, a knitting friend was going and at the last minute I just said, Oh, buy me, buy me a copy. And I'm so glad I did. If you haven't read it, you should. It's really interesting. It's not, I think she's around the same, Amy Gillet is around the same age as me, because she mentioned learning to knit in the time before Ravelry and YouTube and how important knitting books were in that moment. And um, she mentioned specifically Pam Allen's scarf style, which I own. And she mentioned um, a knit along from projects from that book, which I don't actually remember. I remember reading knitting blogs very, very early in the day. Um, knit and tonic as <laughs> a throwback, Wendy Bernard. Anyway, um, but I did remember knitting something from Pam Allen's book. I've knitted two things from that, an interlac shawl and a lace shawl from Scarf Style. And it just reminded me of how long I've loved knitting and how much joy it's brought me over the years. And even, um, you know, buying the book without any real sense of how I was going to afford the yarn to make the projects. It's not always a great decision. And I certainly, all my budget dollars are assigned. <laughs> so it was a little bit of a splurge. Um, but you know, it's so funny. I feel, I feel a little bit hopeful because there are two projects in there that I'm really drawn to. And I was talking about it with a friend and she brought over to donate a bunch of worsted weight hand-spun yarn that she found at our local creative upcycle reuse center. And it's perfect. It's this like really lovely lilac color. It's a little rustic, so um, I'm not sure if it'll be comfy, but it's gonna, I think, be perfect for one of these projects. And so, so I'm really excited about that. I want to, um, I skeined up you know, I balled up one of the, the hanks and I'm going to do a gauge swatch and kind of have my eye towards that project. I've also, um, I'm working on an Elizabeth Zimmerman baby surprise jacket. So that's kind of also filling the need of just garter stitch. That thing is weird and I cannot wait. This is my first baby surprise jacket. So I can't wait to see how it, how it all comes together. Uh, and I'm looking ahead to Maryland Sheep and Wool Festival, and I'm so excited about it this year. It's been an annual tradition for my family. I always go with my kiddos. It was always something that um, has good and bad memories attached to it. My partner sometimes would come, and sometimes he was unable to. As I've mentioned before, this is my podcast about 12-step recovery. And for me, it's Al-Anon. Um, my partner who I divorced is someone who struggles with alcohol addiction and it's been tough. And Marilyn Sheep and Wool, I think I even have a podcast about it. Marilyn Sheep and Wool is one of those markers that um, reminds me of all of the things that we've been through as a family, especially with addiction. Um, there have been, yeah, lots of years where he was just passed out and it's been great because the kids and I together um, made the holiday, the celebration, our own. It's also Mother's Day weekend, which can be another tough holiday, <laughs> um, especially if you love someone with an addiction. So anyway, I just am feeling really excited about spring and knitting and summer knitting 
even though right now I'm honestly in a really tough space. Uh, work is really overwhelming. It's almost the end of the semester. There's a lot of work to do. I'm feeling really tired. Uh, my budget feels stretched. My emotions feel stretched. I'll be honest, my um, recovery work has felt really hard. I feel like I've reached a plateau. I was really struggling, you know, to find um, the solace that I usually find in meetings that I just wasn't lately. So everything felt a little bit off. And even with that, I have been knitting through it. So thank goodness for knitting and thank goodness for knitting books for reminding me of how much joy this hobby brings me. It lit um, a little spark and has provided a little bit of creative joy in my life. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm just so happy and thankful uh, you're here. Thanks so much for joining me. As always, please take what you like and leave the rest. I'm speaking from my own personal experience. I haven't even really been talking very much about 12-step <laughs> recovery, but if you are in a program or someone you love is in a program, I'm sending you really good thoughts. Um, and I'm reminding myself not to quit before the miracle, uh, even when the going is rough. So hopefully that's giving you some solace and I hope that you have some beautiful materials to work with and that you're stitching up something gorgeous and that you feel all of the joy of the season of renewal, of greenness, of spring, of flowers and of, I don't know, small baby animals. <laughs> so yeah, uh, take care. Hopefully I'll, I'll be back on the mic soon. Bye.